Hey, what up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? This is Frank the Polaroid Fox here with Player Two. Damn, dummy. And we are the Coopus Therapy. On today's episode, we will be discussing a few kind of sensitive topics like uh, peer pressure, sexual assault, uh, rape, and a few other words as well. Um, but if you, listener at home, um, deal if you listener at home at any point in your life even now if you deal with any uh turmoil in regards to sexual assault whether it be from a abusive partner whether it be from abusive parents and so on and so forth uh please please call the national sexual assault hotline uh the number is 1-800-656-4673 again the number is one 800 six five six four six seven three again help is always just a phone call or a text message away you may feel like you're on your own but know that you are never alone whether it's a family member a loved one a authority figure or even a stranger know that help is always available and now uh, on to the show So what ends up happening is that the the two men, their bot their bodies are never found, but the um, but their jackets, and the jackets have like these lead glasses, are found, and what ends up happening is that, after further investigation, you start to realize that there's a like a secret society of like TV repairmen, mm-hmm. in Brazil, mm-hmm. and. They all kind of start following this, this, um, they all start following this like book, like this old alchemist book that one of them found and they create this whole like society society behind it. Mm -hmm. But it's all through like just TV repairmen and electricians in Brazil. And then it spreads off by like all in this area of Southern America mm-hmm. and expands. it expands to there, but then it kind of disappears off the face of the earth. And what ends up happening is that people recall that the men that disappeared were looking for specific items in, in this small town Oh, and in this small town, the night that the men disappeared, there was a huge thunderstorm and then a, a large like explosion and then a, a beaming light like aims up and then the thunderstorm goes away. But because it was so late at night and not that many people like witnessed the event, mm-hmm. like only like, a handful. like I would say maybe like out of 100 people, like 20 people yeah, witnessed a handful of people witnessed the event. And then the people recall that the gentlemen were found or were last seen with another group of people like dressed kind of futuristically. Like there was a gentleman with like a long blonde ponytail and like a green suit Mm -hmm. and like visor glasses. Mm -hmm. And they were handed like money. So they don't know if the the mysterious disappearance of those gentlemen have anything to do with like 
extraterrestrials or the mob because the gentlemen were never found. And then just like the society that was supposedly like a secret society of television repairmen and stuff, Mm -hmm. like all of those people disappeared as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Well, before we get started, thank you everyone for being like patient and like being uh, pretty supportive still of the podcast show, even with our like two week hiatus. I threw like two mini episodes uh, of the week, two weeks prior, and then we skipped the week. We've just been pretty busy. We took a two week vacation to kind of get ourselves settled and um, get us ready for what new adventure comes for us because a lot has changed and a lot has grown within us um, within the two weeks, which we're pretty proud for, but also like us missing out on the podcast. Um, you know, we had, we had some, we had some important businesses to take care of, but thankfully it wasn't too long. We did get it done within the month. Here we are. We're back. Yeah. Better than ever. And we're no longer together, so it's no longer the co-op. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at home. He's at his house. We're on the <laughs> yeah, Discord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, guys. But hey, babe, can you pass me that? Uh... Can you pass me that uh, digital item? Oh yeah, here and... you go. <laughs> Stupid. Um, no, but you know we we've been pretty busy, and um, well, not to say unfortunately, but it is just me and Dom that work on the show, and we've both been kind of doing our own thing while we've been kind of doing the two-week hiatus not to say that we're not working on the podcast stuff hiatus? We, like the break a break hiatus yeah stuff? i don't know what that means oh. um <laughs> well during again during this two like two week um hiatus that we took uh i wish we had more episodes to release that we could have released during the the during the hiatus that we had unfortunately we didn't um we were able to give you guys at least a week of recorded episodes um and then the the last week we didn't have anything for you guys but a lot of crazy stuff happened while we were on break and it's kind of funny that it's like we we take the best times to go on break because i remember just kind of telling you like what the fuck all this shit is going on and we're on like we haven't had time to actually record um but was it spring break yeah it was spring break well all you guys had a spring break we also had a spring break kind of yeah um besides us getting ready for the i guess you would call us our next uh fiscal fiscal month yeah for the next yeah this is technically like a new fiscal year for us no huh it would be huh yeah we're gonna start Oh my god, 2021. Like, we're three months in and so much shit has been going on and I feel like we've been more and more, like, uh, desensitized to it. Yeah. And we'll discuss it right now. Um, but yeah. Put it all in one episode? Uh, no, I don't want to. (laughs) I I mean, obviously there's a few things that we're going to cover and a few things that we'll probably miss for this episode, but we'll come back to it either for a mini episode or just kind of like our next week's episode or something like that. Or if we have our Patreon by then. 
You can yeah. listen to this whole episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, we do have a Patreon uh, available. Um, it is on the website that we have, coapostherapy.com, uh, where you can kind of see our episodes up there. Um, we're working on putting the podcast on YouTube as well. You can but, watch our full-length episodes on our Patreon. Yeah, you can listen to the full-length audio on Patreon, where it's unedited, uh, kind of uncensored, maybe, depending on, like, names and stuff like that, the obvious stuff. But um, other than that, yeah, we, we've been working on a few different things. Like, uh, Dom, you've been babysitting a lot more. Recently. And then and then you've been kind of working um, at Papa Herbs and streaming and stuff. Me, I've been kind of dealing with just uh, Actually, work. Actually, it's not even... For me, I took a break off the streaming as well. Um, well, when we took a break off the podcast, I decided to kind of like step away from computer. Yeah. In a way. Um, but I decided to take up more work. So... And then with the whole... Um, we got our new system in, so it was starting a new process of that. And the then POS, right? The new POS that we got. So, I mean, that wasn't a lot of work, but realizing what else needed to get done while also getting the new POS, I've been kind of like all hands-on in um, at work to kind of keep us rolling and keep us going. Yeah. And with the big help of everybody, like you have no idea, but yeah, I've been more focused with just trying to get things done at work. Um, but also, yeah, I took, decided to take another job, uh, babysitting, which is fun. So I used to miss doing that at my Nina's, like working at my old daycare. At your old daycare job, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, me, I haven't taken any jobs. Um, I've just been kind of like building a lot more PCs lately. Um, so it's not necessarily that I'm away from the computer or computers, but. I'm not looking at the screen as much. Um, I was looking at the screen during the weekend a lot more because I've been working on a few other projects. Uh, One, we do have shirts coming out soon. I know we said it a while back, but now we officially have some shirts uh, coming in soon. Uh, My good friend Javier Torres from uh, Designs by Torres and High Class Printing is printing those out so they're going to be available for pre-order uh soon mm-hmm. we're going to model those and then i have another uh clothing brand coming out as well um and i'll probably have more of a rollout for later on within the next couple months and i did the taxes we were doing the taxes for the roofing company and then i got news that i might get laid off of work not because of like performance or anything, but just budget cuts. Budget cuts due to COVID and the pandemic. But luckily for me, I kind of have a plan B. Have a plan B. Well, plus also probably gives us some more. Just because I want to start getting more um, small things into into works, um, and one of them would be the patchwork. I've been wanting to mess with embroidery and get more depth into it because now. Not to say I have the time for it, but I feel like I can make the time for it um, a couple days out of the week after work or even before work. Either wake up in the morning and do it. and You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of get those times in. But also um, start like a, it 
Ipsy Etsy account. Etsy account or maybe make a page on Instagram and just go crazy. Because yeah. com- it's just commission work. If you give a estimated time date with package and delivery. Yeah. I feel like it would run really smoothly. And then I got your sister to come work for work with me. At Papa Herb. At Papa Herb. So it was cool that I can kinda like wait off uh off my shoulders a little bit with work, but also like okay, cool, I can get what I want going and I can shadow in somebody to kinda like work just as hard or even learn. Yeah. To kinda um build as much as you can yeah not necessarily has to be there but in general if she wants to do something wants another job or wants to get into something um, i kind of help her learn uh, with with business or what business is i don't know it's like good like good customer service that she can learn and also has it been a month since my sister's been working with you guys no two months two months already damn I don't know what I was thinking. Like, how long has it been? It wasn't two weeks. No, it was February. But yeah, I honestly, even from us recording, it's it felt long. Like this month has felt very, very long. long. Yeah. yeah, because we did we stopped recording I beginning we, of March. Yeah, I don't think we recorded for three weeks. Two, it'll probably be about three weeks. But yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't, if you really think about it, it was not like that long ago, but holy crap. It feels long, huh? It feels long. It, I think. It felt I like thi- this this whole year is barely gone. Can you realize January was three months ago? You know what's crazy? I feel like January and February, like we kind of rushed through it. And now I feel like March we right all, now and all, April is like slow. We all took down. our time. We all yeah. were like, ooh. Yeah. That was a year. <laughs> like I feel like we sprinted into 2021. Because we didn't want to go through 2020. Like, now we're just like sponge, <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob, like whoo, like catching our air right I, now. <laughs> I just picked up two marshmallows and that was heavy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, you okay? No, it is. Yeah, it's like really think about it. We only stopped in the beginning of March. Yeah, and we took our hiatus break, but. It's the same word, right? Yeah, it's a, hi- well, a hiatus and a <laughs> I break. I don't know this same- word. A hiatus is a break. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Um, don't laugh at me. We hiatus up. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and it's just weird. Like a bunch of stuff has happened, and I remember like hearing different news about different things going on, and. Just kind of texting you and like texting other friends like, fuck, <laughs> like I wish I could talk about this with somebody right now, but we're just so busy. Like I want to sit down and like unwind some of these conversations and I don't know, like for me, the the biggest one for sure is just. Um, what happened to the number one podcast? Oh, not even that. Like that's definitely one for sure. But I feel like with that one, I don't know. You don't listen to that show, so um, I. But I, I know the show. You know the so show because you hear it from me. For I hear it from you, so for him to kind of like, I don't have my my co. I guess co-pilots, and I'm flying yeah. this alone. Yeah, that's 
and I can't imagine how Joe feels or is feeling right now because yeah. you even said that he made a whole podcast of him venting about it, and it's like, oh my god, and, what a clusterfuck! And, it, and it's so and it's so crazy because with that, it's like you realize because I'm barely listening to last Saturday's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you, did you tell? Could you tell from like the recent episodes leading up to this? You kind of can. You see some tension there with them. You see tension there with like Rory, Maul, and Joe. But I think the biggest thing about that is that, you know, when you're in contract and you're getting paid, it's one thing. Like you're, you go to your job cause you're getting paid to do it. And then when you, and I'm like, you know, and not to say like we get paid to do our podcast mm-hmm. or other people get paid to do their podcast. Like if you're not sponsored by anyone or you're not doing ad reads for anyone, then you're kind of doing your show for free. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not you're doing like, it for yourself, a, you're doing it for yourself. And obviously you're doing it because it's a passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for like for you and me, we do this because, you know, we we see each other and like last week or the last two weeks, we've been really busy that we couldn't be able to actually like see sit down for more than an hour or two. Yeah, because either I had something to do the next day or had to get up in the morning. You too, you had work or yeah. you had to go do things for your dad, for his work, for his business. Yeah. Um, and then with the whole, whole like trying to get our vaccine like shots and get that all situated yeah so. no it, it was like me and you would sit each sit down for lunch dinner and then i'd leave and then just be like, all right I, i'm gonna go yeah. all right i'm gonna go to bed i gotta go to sleep and or you I gotta drive out up. to go get pc parts and stuff yeah um so i can see why you would continue doing the show as a, pra- a passion project but i think like when you have other things going on and you come and do your passion project with another group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like all group projects, some people pull their weight more than others. Mm -hmm. Um, some people show up to glorify the a that they get. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people just may not agree with some of the things that is fair. They're what they would consider fair. Mm -hmm. Um, and in this case, I feel like maybe Roy and Maul didn't see what was fair. What may have been fair for Joe may not have been fair for them. Mm-hmm. And again, you can see some of the tension in the show on the video portion of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I you norm- agree with him, though? From what he was saying or from what he was Originally, out? I didn't. You didn't? And not to say that my stance changes completely, but originally I didn't. I can see where there would be some frustration between, you know, your co host. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tell us. Well, this I, is a therapy. I can see where there would be frustration for your co host if you're not to say your co host isn't doing anything because mm-hmm. your co host is. They're doing their job. They're there and they show up. But I can see why your co-host would not want to show up if there's no money involved, especially when they're getting money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I can also see that if you cross boundaries 
with your friends, Mm -hmm. there's going to come a point where those boundaries are not going to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. And or those boundaries will start becoming higher walls Mm -hmm. that the more you climb over them, the more your friend's going to go, hey, stop, stop climbing that boundary because it's now being there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think um, you set for, it up. You tell them no, like I'm done playing, or I'm done playing with that joke. Or, and and the big thing about it is that I it's one of the things that Joe would say, where it was like, "Is joking really joking if no one gets serious?" <clears throat> and I think a big everyone's at fault. Mm-hmm. I will say everyone's at fault. That's my take on it. Mm -hmm. I think Rory's at fault for not setting those boundaries later on in life Mm -hmm. or kind of sitting down and being more open. Mm -hmm. I can see Joe. I can see it being Joe's fault as well Mm -hmm. with him just kind of being like, well, I keep ragging on you and I keep kind of like, disrespecting you mm-hmm. in front of everybody else in their group mm-hmm. and I don't talk that kind of flagrant shit to everyone else I just do it to you mm-hmm. I knock down your opinion or I knock down your experiences but I don't do that to everybody else and when I get called out for it nah 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 that, that's not how. or if someone calls me out on it to tell me hey you kind of did something similar to so-and-so and i no that's not true because it was different when i did it that would be the that would be the thing like if if i have a friend who would say hey i went to get a tarot card reading and i like go you're a dumb bitch for getting your tarot cards read like what are you? Yeah, but really, you did too. And then someone goes, "Well, didn't you get your your palm read?" Like, no, that was different though. It's not different. Okay. It's kind of similar. You're you know, Joe was being like that. Joe was being very disrespectful to Rory, uh-huh. and Joe always did the whole. Well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Or I and didn't then, say that. and he would also do the whole. I'm I'm like your big brother. I can beat you up whenever. And so then, Rory just got upset because Joe was picking on him? Well, there was tension there, and I don't know. That's not. No one really knows why they kind of left. Oh, I thought he, I thought he vented about it. No, he said he was going to be very transparent about why they were gone and didn't really talk about it at all. But he didn't was, somebody call him out for it? Yeah, and he got upset. He said, the way we're transparent in this show... You guys know we're always vague. So when I say I'm going to be transparent, I'm just going by the standards of how we do the show and be vague about it. I was like, oh, so you mean you weren't really going to say anything anyway? Yeah. Um, And again, it's their show. It's their Park's problem. Still, Park's still there? Yeah. They and, record uh, at Park's house. Park's and who? Park's and Joe. Isn't there somebody else on the side? Uh, Savon. Savon records with them. I think he didn't record this week because the fans, like, quote, unquote, didn't like Savon. And they have Ice, who is, like, a one of Joe's friends on Twitter. And then they have Ish, who is just one of Joe's longtime friends. They're just there. They're just there to cover 
quote unquote cover while Mo- Rory and Maul are gone. Um, so he replaced them. No, he did not replace oh, them. He made it perfectly a, clear that they are not like. replaced. That their chairs are still there for them, for when they come back. When they come back Hello? soon. Oh. So there's this podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of it called Frenemies. No, but I've heard of Coapple Therapy. <laughs> so Frenemies <laughs> is a collaborative podcast with Trisha Paytas and yeah. Ethan Klein. Um, from my understanding, Ethan had another podcast, maybe the same one. Couldn't couldn't confirm or deny. Um, but Trisha became a guest star on one of his podcasts. People loved her, just the way they interact. But he used to like. I dread her. I can't stand her. And yeah. she was dating a friend of his, or take that back, his brother. <laughs> she was dating his brother. Wait, um, Jason Nash? No, Jason Nash was her. Like you would call it, like two ex boyfriends ago. Okay. Because she had this whole outbreak with Jason and uh, David and the Vlog Squad. Yeah. Um. But it got squashed over with because they were tired of the going back and forth. Yeah. So from that history, long story short, Trisha made a video trying to call them out and say how much of an asshole he is, what he does, how rude he is, how mean he is to his fans, which wasn't true. I mean, the whole being a douche and an asshole, probably. I mean, we couldn't tell you. No one knows. No one's been in that limelight. Um, But with like Jason and stuff. I we don't know what he did to her, but to the point and nobody talked about it either. Yeah. Because everybody said it. It's none of our business. Yeah. Jason and her decided on it. They both agreed upon it and this is what happened. But David decided to make a video when he made his normal vlog where he met up with Trisha at the airport. Trisha didn't Trisha literally flat out told him, I don't like you. Well, why don't you you know, why don't you like me? And he's like, I like you. You've done nothing wrong to me. Yeah. And she's like, no, I just don't. I really don't. I just don't like you. I don't like how you are. Like, you're so fake. And he's like, okay, whatever. That's what you think. You know, he wasn't cutting anything, but he also was joking with her and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're calling me fake? Like, you're out here making videos about Jason. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to go see him at his mom's. Well, that's different. She's like, He's like, no, Trisha, that's not different. Like, you can't sit here and call us fake and call us, like, call us out. When you're you're no better, like you're crazy, and she's like, I know, I know, I'm crazy. Everyone knows I'm crazy, but why does that like surprise you? So that ended. So everybody, I guess you call it from the vlog squad community, was just like, okay, it's whatever. It's just shit happened. Yeah. Shit hit the fan, and everybody was heated. So shit started going on because they were sending videos. Jason sent a video, YouTube video, post a YouTube video about Trisha. Trisha did the same thing. Trisha got mad. She deleted her video, posted another one saying, like, I was this wasn't meant to happen. Like, Jason needs to shut up. Everybody from the lockdown needs to shut up. You guys are just like picking on me now at this point. Yeah. And she started it. Regardless of what you look at it, if they would have just broken up in the in the dark, it would have been fine. But the fact that she brought it into light and then everybody decided to go after her, that's where all of it started to happen. Recently she now married this guy, Ethan's brother, um, and then they started doing a show called Frenemies. And I believe it was on Reddit. 
if I'm if I'm mistaken, it might have been somebody posted um, a forum about, or somebody came out in the light and said that David on one of the videos bought alcohol for the group of girls because the group of girls were called by Dirty Dom, which was an old friend of his who he used to do videos with, Foxwise videos with. Does he still associate with them? No, he stopped. Actually, he stopped a long time ago. Like, after he realized, like, and I couldn't tell you, I couldn't speak for David either. Yeah. But you, you can you can see where Dom was getting sucked into it, where he just looked like he's, okay, he's doing it overboard. He's trying so hard to get into the videos. Like, invites him over, tells him he's going to do something stupid, and does whatever he can to plan himself so he can be on the blog squad. Mm-hmm. So all of his stuff was mostly bits. But that's where it's always been. Yeah. The show's always been bits. I mean, there's things where shit actually happens in real life, and then that's just David's cue to go do that again, but this time funnier. You know, where shit actually happens in real life, or maybe he just so happens to have the camera, and he goes, oh, I like that, but do it again, but funnier. Or do okay, it again, okay. but do it with this approach or whatever. Yeah. So kind of directing how they act and stuff. Even with the whole, everybody knows he buys alcohol for his friends. We don't know if he drinks because he makes it seem like he doesn't, but he probably does. Like I said, who knows? But he buys alcohol for them to make content. Mm, That for sure, everyone knows he does. Yeah. So like Zane's joked about it. My job is just being me and drinking. Like, and that's, I don't care. Like, that's fun for me, you know? And then they all branched off and then now they're all doing their own thing, but. For the beginning part, yeah, that's what David was doing. He was buying them drinks, taking them out to clubs, taking them out places, just so he can make content. Content, smart, but also like, yeah, be it's kind of dangerous because you don't know what kind of person they be. Can you handle those people if they're drunk? Yeah. Um, but a group of girls were called um, from Dom. Dom either hit him up or they hit him up. Who knows? All they know is they were invited into Dom's apartment and he pretty much told the girls you know um i have a a five some or whatever and to find out none of the girls actually wanted to do it they all pretty much said faked it just to or said that they would just so they could meet david oh okay that was the whole so you know a lot of people are like well if they change their mind maybe they did want to but as soon as they got there they changed their mind there shouldn't be no you shouldn't have to wrong them or deny them just because they did what they did so they can meet David Dobrik. You know, like, change their mind, leave it alone. Don't force yeah. it on them, don't try to. So from what the statement said is David told Jason to go to the store, buy him beer, to try to persuade them to do it, to have that threesome. The video, which is no longer up from my understanding, Jason was there. David was there, and so was Trisha. No, not Trisha. He's the barber. Uh, oh my god! What's his name? I don't know. I I wasn't. I never watched the blog squad. Blog squad That's yeah. why I was like interested in what your knowledge was on on the situation. Jeff. Jeff, he has his own too. Where he he just came out of, or I can't say he just came out of jail, but he was in jail for possession, um, 
but that he was there and they were trying to say that he was like forcing them to to try like persuading them doing what he yeah. can even to the point where they're like well i don't know what the what the article says which just sucks because i can't find it anywhere because everybody's it's pretty much like lost on the internet yeah um but the statement pretty much said J- Jeff and Jason went to go buy alcohol for them to get them drunk so that they can have this five-way or three-way. Um, and then the girl that went out pretty much said that she was manipulated, she was forced to, and that she felt uncomfortable, and so on and so forth. Like, she was raped, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the video, though, what that David had was two girls, three girls said yes, or two girls said yes. They went in the back room with Dom, and the only thing you see is Jeff kind of, like, giggling about it. Jeff and David giggling about it, going, like, oh, yeah, there's there's a group in there for sure, you know? We don't know. David's not going to go out there and show, but... I mean, yeah. so there's a couple of times where they show him in the bed with a girl, but that they said yes, and that's all we knew. Yeah. But to find out, like, that this girl actually didn't want to, she felt uncomfortable, so she she is coming out. I don't know, like two years later about it, but saying like, I actually didn't want to do it. Like it kind of sucks, but you know, this is what Dom did. <laughs> did he catch it? I think so. <laughs> this is what Dom did to get us in bed. And I just thought I let the world know. And then everybody went and attacked David and Jeff. And I say attacked because that's what it was where everybody was like, how dare you? Because you, just because you have all this power, just because you're famous, you guys think you can get away with everything. And then a fl- I felt like a flood just happened where everybody was out for everybody. So their cancel culture came in hot and heavy. Trisha get- got on Frenemies, which is her now normal podcast with Ethan. Yeah. And they addressed it where Trisha said her side of the story of what she's seen and why she made her videos yeah. and what was going on. And then I seen a recent video where... Jason even messaged her and was like, hey, it's Jason. Um, I just think we need to talk, but, you know, let me know if you're... And she told she told the world. She told the people who were listening in with them, and then they got... They blew up because it's like yeah. Trisha's point of view. Trisha can tell us everything about it. Don't get me wrong. Who knows if she's telling the truth? I haven't watched any of their videos, their podcast videos. Would I... Probably not, but let's just put it this way. Just because of Ethan getting out for Jeff and then watching David Dobrik's videos and addressing the situation and hearing what's going on, and I think they're the ones that kind of announced about it, about the girl coming out and who else they had also on list about coming yeah. out. Because even Ethan was getting to the bottom of it. was like, look, this is what I've been finding out. This is what I've been hearing. This is what I've been seeing through forums and threads and stuff, and Trisha's like, nope, yep, that's who they are. They're just a bunch of assholes who think they can get away with everything just because they have money, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so. So David, you've seen it. David came out with yeah, a video. I did he see came the, out with two I videos. I both videos, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the videos was him saying, hey, get ready. We're going to talk. Um, this is not an excuse. I'm not trying to make it anything. But I felt like no apology. No actual, that first one, no actual apology. It was give it, me some time. It seemed very um, staged. Staged, and then, and the, and I can say the only reason why is because you have people like Natalie. He has a publicist who we all know about. Yeah, and then two groups of his people. Right now, David's in a fucked up situation where none of his um, 
none of his like friends no people who fund him oh his sponsors all his sponsors are dropping him yeah and and i'll say because of that first video because that first video is what hurt him he came in thinking if i publicly announce something or address it at least then it won't hurt my sponsorship it'll prepare my fans for what i have to say and everybody hated that video the like and i i, I agree the let's talk the yeah. let's talk one that was more of a I know I'm in deep shit, but give me some time and then I'll show you that I can fix it. Yeah. Okay. Show us. Sure. Whatever. Whatever you got planned, that's your, you're on your own on this one. You yeah. Know? Show it. Don't just, you know, and, and I agree with that too. Actions speak louder than words. So don't just sit and say you're sorry and then move on. Act like nothing happened. You know? Like correct the behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know how far he'll do or what he'll do because I'm not, I can't really speak for him. But that first video, I can tell I was disappointed because it was like, that's not okay. So, so now let me ask you because um, it was funny that because I did text you during that whole situation mm-hmm. that was going on and I was telling you how um, we, on our most recent episode before this one, mm-hmm. We talked about Bre- the difference between Bretman Rock mm-hmm. and David Dobrik, mm-hmm. which kind of ironically enough, we released the episode like right the, as right the episode the day before everything started happening. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember texting you and asking you like, man, like I had David Dobrik on my mind for a good minute because of um. Uh, well, because I edited the episode and we talked about it, but I did want to ask you, um, cause it isn't, it, it, cause we talked about the whole, how David Dobrik looks older than Bretman rock, though they're roughly around the same age. Um, and I had mentioned that David Dobrik has to be responsible for not just himself as, as, uh, as opposed to Bretman Rock, who is only responsible for Bretman Rock. Okay, so and I know he has like a sister, but ultimately the spotlight is only on Bretman, right? Yes. And David's group is the Vlog Squad, and he has to kind of speak for all of them when it comes down to stuff. Um, well, no, because okay, so yes, during the but time, all of them reflect him. Yeah, so they're all they all. That's what I mean. They all the, have their own thing, but. They Anything all, that they do and that's wrong or it's a representation of, of it's an extension. It's an extension of David Dobrik. So the fact that David's going through this, it's hurting not just him, but it's hurting everyone involved, er, everyone in his team and in his team. Yeah. Or and, anybody that's ever associated and, with him. And that's one of the things that I was. Um, and that's kind of sad. But yes, that he has a lot of pressure as for one YouTuber whose only thing that everybody knows him as is a vlogger that hangs out with his friends and that is getting the backlash of it or yeah. the, the flash of it. And I think he's like a nuke that just fucking radiated all around his friend group. And that's one of the things that I, I wanted to talk to you about also before we continue on to the mm-hmm. next part of his video. But uh, it's just, how do you address that? How do you become responsible for, people that one 
kind of have common sense or should have the common sense um, to know, I guess, the morality of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And then him having to be technically the powerhouse of it all. Of it all. And do you think his friends, if David Dobrik wasn't so popular as he is or as he was and probably still is now because he does have a big following regardless of what's going on. Do you think his friends were trying to like impress him this whole time? Because like you said that Dom would call David up or let David Mm -hmm. know, hey, I got this funny idea like because he's trying to make content for his friend who is a content creator. Do so you he think, can get the limelight. So he can get the limelight. And at the same time, maybe as someone who sponsors David, like, do you not see his track record of how, not to say how toxic his friends are, but like how crazy his friends can get mm-hmm. like do you not expect well even maybe with something the whole, happening later on he addressed it years ago and i'll say years ago because it probably was only like last year or the year before um so it's not like oh it's gone forgetting no it's something everybody still remembers yeah he used to mess with seth a lot and he used to have in his videos and he still does but he tried to correct himself through these new ones or yeah. through the new ones um, he had a lot of racist content. Yeah. And he addressed it. It was my sense of humor. There's no question about it. It was messed up. And what I do to Seth and the things that I did to everybody in the community, you know, cancel culture went after him when they were like, all the things he used to say, all the jokes he used to say with Alex. And this is what I'm saying, like, beginning of his content. People were going back into that, were like checking his first ever made videos all the way to the, like, where he was making them at 420, yeah. four minutes and 20 seconds long. Yeah. As soon as he got to those, that group era, they were literally hunting. And I can't say like they were searching for something, like searching for something bad, but it was it was happening frequently where now people can go, no, right? Uh, like David was doing a lot of racist jokes. Yeah. And he addressed it. You know, that's not what my intentions were. It wasn't to be pick on people or um, yeah. downgrade or not downgrade. Um, Degrade degrade people or degrade a culture um like i said it was my sense of humor i was young so you got to realize guys i'm still learning i'm still figuring out what i what i'm trying to do and how to make it good for everybody because yeah during that time he didn't really care who was watching but also it shouldn't be okay for him to do it because it's still out in the world still out on the internet everybody can watch it and his yeah. group if you realize his viewing group are young people and i'm not saying like young teenagers you're talking about kids too that watch him yeah so he's got a that's where he was like i'm still trying to um figure things out figure things out so don't don't come attack me if you if you need don't attack my friends because they had nothing to do with it this is all me this is all my doing and you know kind of admitted that all of it was his jokes all of his was his plans and i mean they're even attacking alex who literally left the vlog squad years ago like as soon as he got into his house as soon as he got into his first house he told uh, alex told him like i can't do it no more you know i got a job i got things to do i got things to take care of yeah you know i'm my own person now so good luck you know i had fun i had a good run but i can't do this anymore and here he is living out with his girlfriend with the bunny (laughs) so living his life but 
Wait, Alex? Alex, um, he's like the first guy. Remember the army dude, the military dude that he always had around that I would show you? No. It's old videos. I don't videos. know. I, I held that like Ace Family for some reason. Ace Family? Yeah, but it's not him, right? No, that's Austin. Austin. Okay, never mind. Then. Never mind. Just forget that. Forget my thought process. Oh my I was like, well, the, no, he's, like a, he's like a white boy that used to live with him in the hometown. He yeah. used to live with him. That was his, or that was his best friend in his hometown. Oh, okay. He moved out to LA. LA and pretty much took him along. So they both moved oh. out to LA together to um, buy a house or rent out a house, get an apartment, rent the apartment, and then that's when they started doing content creating. And lo and behold, this is where he's at. And as soon as he got his first house, a big, huge, giant house, yeah, Alex was he was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out, yeah. And it wasn't like he didn't want to do it no more, but I'm guess you know, you get into that limelight, you realize the consequences and the things you have to deal with. And you're just like, you know what? I'm not going to. And Alex wasn't really. He was just the. He's kind of like the driver. Like, I'm just here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just here. I, I drive David and the rest of the guys or something. And besides driving, like, yeah, all but... the content they would do, it was together. It was yeah. both of them. They both had the idea. Yeah. But now because he got bigger and bigger and he had more people to hang out with and he knew more famous people, Alex is like, I'm um, okay. I don't want to yeah, do this. Yeah, I don't want to be. Just no, a small town, a hometown boy. Yeah. And, small know. town girl living in a lonely world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, even with Dom, you can tell David, as soon as he left, because that was his roommate, how how toxic they all were, even when when David was living at the apartment. Yeah. So you were learning. You see him, everybody, because you're learning about them through these videos. And then later on, later on, you stop seeing Dom in the videos. I don't, like just in general, you stop seeing him in general. Yeah. And maybe once in a blue moon, they'll do a video with Dom because that's him calling up. Hey, I'm going to this party. You guys are down to come, come through. They got drinks, girls, blah, blah, yeah. blah, booze, drugs, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then Dom would do something stupid in front of everybody. And David would record it. And that's, that's what I mean. He was desperate. He wanted that attention. He wanted the attention. Yeah. But you could tell. I mean, we don't know if they were still talking, but the way they made it seem is we haven't heard from Dom in years. We don't talk to Dom. We don't associate with Dom. All our videos you see in this videos, this is who we hang out with. This is who we are normally with. Yeah. So Dom's nowhere in the picture. Um. But yeah, uh, honestly, like, then he made the second video, and he pretty much said, "You could. There's people in my life that I've been cutting out, and the reason why I've been coming cutting out is." They're not bad people, just just they have bad intentions, or they're just people I don't need to necessarily be around because they're not my, they're not pretty much like in my same. Um, they're like not good for me in the in, in, in a sense, yeah. The second video was more genuine. Second video, I can't say if he staged because I can't tell. Yeah, I can't. I mean, all these YouTubers and stuff when they come out with these apology videos, some are good or some are better than others where it's like wow that was a that was a good performance and then others is like holy shit no they're really they feel really bad like they feel really sorry like and and they do this whole you know i'm gonna take a break off the internet and stuff like that that second video that david did though that was that's that should have been the one he came out with but his approach was a little messy because he did the whole cut cut clean cut video yeah where he apologized but he actually apologized said you know i'm still gonna do something about it 
Um, and they're, they're not the only people I should feel sorry for. The only, only people I should apologize to. I'm going to do that on my own time. I don't need to prove to you that I'm doing that. Um, but for my own guilt and for my own personal reasons, I'm going to call them, contact them, and apologize to them. Do what I can to make it better, make it right. Yeah. Um, but for you guys, you know, just hold on. Just trust me. I got something in store for you guys. And that was point blank period. That's all he had. But that one, you can tell he was in his own, um, his own, I guess, he was by himself. Yeah. He, you could tell either he thought it through or he just said, let me just go with it and run with it and see what happens. Because that, that wasn't as staged as that first one. And that first one was legit staged where he was on his um, podcast set. set and he put it on his podcast like youtube channel mm-hmm. and that was one of those things where it's like again like i said like uh the internet is, can be a really harsh place and really learn how to nitpick like everything mm-hmm. and i think like him doing those kind of moves which is kind of funny because and not to say it's funny but it's uh it's just like the way i say it but it's just funny because i feel like people are like okay like put this here because this is your podcast youtube channel where you talk instead of your vlog squad when which i personally think should have just dropped on his vlog squad where the problem was and and then again he should have been a little bit more genuine the first video uh but the first one you could tell you can tell was kind of like he's sitting there microphone in his hand they told him what to say like told him what to say he rehearsed it Yeah. yeah and um Again, I and and then the second video he does start with, you know, now that I'm finally like by myself, now that everyone's gone, like no like publicist, nobody to tell me what the fuck to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like the more genuine apologies mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, and- who knows how genuine because I can't speak for David. I'm not I'm not. Um, you don't know. I'm not um, defending him because it's this is all on him. This is his situation. Yeah. He's got to deal with it. I'm not. I'm a David fan, but I'm not a David fan where I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, what he said is so true. It's genuine. No, because that is a situation as him as a as a creator has to deal with. Plus the fact of like we said, he's pretty much the head branch. Everybody's actions reflect him. Yeah. And now because he's also now and plus he's also getting the heat from it, that's also affecting everybody else's business. Yeah. Okay. So what Trisha and Ethan were doing, they were digging. They're trying to make sure they were with with council culture, digging what they could because all of her videos or within the next two videos that they were doing, and I can't speak for all of it, but I know for the next two videos that they did, the podcast that they did, yeah, that's all they talked about. Yeah. Do you think David was genuine on that video? Do you think David blah, blah, blah? And I know Trisha's petty, but I don't think she's that petty to go that deep on that. Yeah. You know, and she's it, crazy, but she's not. I mean, yeah, she is local psycho crazy, but she's not going to be. I'm going to waste my time on this. Yeah. But if it's going to get her the attention, too, I can see her do that. And that's and that's what I mean. Like, I think um, obviously, you know, because we're doing it right now, too, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a topic to speak on. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of like listeners, fans and like um, 
just supporters and stuff forget that it's uh, like a like it it goes beyond them mm-hmm. and it they're only like yes the spotlight is on the the like david or the content creator or whatever but you shouldn't have like a parasocial relationship with someone who content creates because one that person doesn't know you in that way mm-hmm. um because i know like even for the whole like Joe Budden thing and Rory and Maul thing like I know we discussed that a little bit here but even then like that doesn't affect not it doesn't affect the way I view like Joe Mm -hmm. or anything Mm -hmm. but it doesn't ruin my day you know what I mean like I'm not I'm here for the memes like I'm here for the memes I'm here for the funny shit I'm here to read the conspiracy theories but I personally am not like Oh my god, like No, did you crazy it's crazy? David's second video, people were screenshotting where he was crying and it, like the picture of him crying. Yeah. They made that as a meme as quickly as that video was. And released. that's and that's what I'm saying, like where it's like you know, like I said, I'm here for the memes. I like the memes, they're funny. But I'm not gonna go super deep into try to like connect the dots myself. No, yeah. Don't really care. I um, I was I was curious and I was invested as much as you can say because these were people I watched. Yeah. These are the people I thought, oh my god, they're hella funny. And it made me question what my sense of humor is when when this whole situation happened. Because um also with another person that we watched, shit started hitting the fan with that. Also when we talked about it last time was with um Ryan Hayward and Rooster Teeth. Yeah. That was another group of people that I watched. So the fact that even Rooster Teeth was like Nope, he doesn't associate with us. He never associated with us. Are and you the, the inst- common denominator? Who else do you watch, watch that might get in trouble? I mean, I hope Markiplier doesn't go through oh, any of dude, this. Dude, Markiplier. <laughs> please, Markiplier, call me. You're a saint. You're a saint. Please do not. And my sweet, sweet Christian boys from Super Mega, please. <laughs> <laughs> boys, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Um, but, oh, and but my it- sweet, sweet Leighton Gray and Brian ninja brian please but that's um, my point no, it, but yeah. it made you it, it kind of goes fuck like is the youtube life or is the 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 content creating life really worth what these people go through and but mind you it's a whole situation i think a lot of it has to do that a lot of these content creators and this is my take this is my opinion a lot of these content creators that get popular are cut from a very, very cheap cloth. The reason I say this is, and it sounds harsh to say, these are a bunch of geeks and nerds Mm -hmm. that have never had any attention, Mm -hmm. that get this attention, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And this, I don't know, you guys might not understand what we're talking about. This is our transition to or this is our segue from us talking about david dobrik which we did cover a good amount maybe not as much as we may think so but our next topic of discussion because it kind of goes hand in hand with the abuse actually happened the same simultaneously yeah where david was happening probably two or three days before and then all of a sudden, we get the news and the report of Danny Sexbang from Game Grumps. 
or or a ninja sex party. Ninja sex party. And again, it it goes back to the whole because even with the interview with the with the girls about David Dobrik, it's kind of like, yo, we're meeting David Dobrik, so we're trying to do whatever we can to get into to get into me or meet him. It comes down to first things first. No means no. Yeah. Even if she changes her mind, no means no. And it becomes another issue of is it an abuse of power? And a lot of people may not like the idea that their favorite content creator is abusing their power. Mm-hmm. But it's happening. if you're a content creator and one of your adoring fans wants to meet you and they'll do anything to meet you, please don't fucking abuse that power. Mm-hmm. Just you can just like someone can tell you no, you can tell someone no. Mm-hmm. They'll be disappointed, but you're a human being just like they are. You're not a god. You're a nerd that is finally getting attention and you don't know what to do with it. Fans of content creators, please do not create a parasocial relationship with your content creators. What happens to them is not happening to you. If your content creator has a bad day and vents about it, listen to what they're saying. Give the advice if if you can, if you leave it in the comment section. Don't let it ruin your day. This guy's toast, 2021. Exactly. But please, the biggest issue with these problems that these people abuse their power uh, when it comes down to some of these content creators is that mm-hmm. they're fucking nerds and fucking geeks that never had attention whatsoever no, in their life that's not and true I, I, okay not but all true it's not always true but hear me but out. it is they, they don't know what to do they with don't the know attention. what to do with the attention that they receive they get this god complex and you gotta remember too they're all still learning there it's, it's not, room for growing yeah it's not one to go cancel them make sure they don't do this oh again, no no but, but it's it called accountability it is accountability if, and as long as they're willing to address the situation I I don't know about apology because it, it goes a long way for apology, but at least like own up to it and, and change your behavior, change the behavior. Yeah. Uh, the only one I feel sorry for is Jenna Marbles. Yeah. Because she was so like, yeah, when she made the video, it wasn't okay, but hers were genuine. Hers were legit. She's a dork. She's making fun. She's but having that, fun. But that's what I mean. We've talked about it before where it's like, you can be accountable for yourself and address things, mm-hmm. even if no one calls you out for it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, she I've did, been, she made it, she I've made been a, on the internet. She made an apology video, but then she, at the end of that, was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm sorry. Like, if you guys didn't follow me, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. But, um, and then maybe in the future, I decide to come back into it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to. And and that's what I mean. Like you have these content creators or you have these people that kind of like take advantage and not to say take advantage, but um, utilize the 15 minutes that they get. A good example is the overly attached girlfriend, uh, Liana, yeah. where she utilized her kind of spotlight as a meme. She made more content videos after that. 
right? And, you know, she had a really good run. I want to say maybe three years. Then she was like, guys, all this like money and subscription that you guys do for me, like donate to this charity and donate to this charity instead of donating to me, I'm no longer making videos. If I do videos, it's just to kind of catch up and let you guys know how I've been just to let you guys know I'm alive. That's smart. That's and then smart. after that, I'm done. Like I'm getting a regular, I still have my regular job. Yeah. I still like pay my still bills. Living like, my life. Still living my life like a normal you person. You still want to follow me? Go for it. If not, then okay. And now she runs uh, like a, I think she runs like an animal shelter where yeah, she's from cool. in Arizona. Yeah. And it was like, boom, that's all you have to do. You, you utilize it. You utilize it. Because really, 15 minute of fame, Um, we watched Animaniacs, the exactly. new Hulu Animaniacs, and yeah. literally Pinky and the Brain become a meme for a day. And then they're and then out. they're gone out. And and use that use whatever you can or use whatever you whatever you can receive and use and use it right. Yeah. Put a good put a good work for it or make it a good a good reward. So now with the whole Danny thing that happened during the the last weekend, um, not this not past weekend but the weekend before. Weekend before. Um. So some. You know about it, right? Yeah. So some evidence or quote unquote evidence, because now like apparently it's debunked, but some evidence came about from someone on a subreddit called Rant Grumps, which is dedicated to a lot of old um, like disheartened Game Grumps fans that kind of don't like the content anymore because they like took a different direction or they just stopped being as funny as they used to or they kind of just outgrew them um someone posted a thread um from a tumblr account one it was from a tumblr account but two they posted new new uh, quote-unquote evidence um about uh danny right so the tumblr account is called the year of dan or the year of dan Mm -hmm. something like that um where it has a lot of allegations of Danny being this uh, nice person. And then, like, one of the allegations was kind of him contacting a girl that's his fan and saying, like, oh, if only you can be here in Los Angeles with me, like, we can... You know, that's the only way I'd probably have you as my girlfriend, like all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, girl travels to L.A. to meet him. They have sex Mm -hmm. and then he goes, you know, after having like months and months or weeks and weeks of communication with the girl and promising sweet nothings and stuff like that. Uh, And there's multiple accounts of things similar to it. The most recent allegation um, is a fan that Danny met when she was 17. Um, talked to her about a month or so into her becoming 18. Mm-hmm. Didn't speak to her again um, from the way the timeline is working. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't speak to her again. Wished her a happy birthday when she was 18. Didn't talk to her uh, or didn't communicate with her as much until she was roughly about 22. Mm-hmm. Then kind of like had on and off like communication with her to the point that she came by to meet him 
they had sex and then he ghosted her right girl felt disgruntled uh felt kind of heartbroken about it and then reported everything that happened keep in mind though as well this incident happened back in 2017 2018 and um a bunch of girls meeting up with danny girls that he liked girls that he was dating or talking to girls, yeah. He so got with him, have sex with him, and then and just ghosted them. Never talked to him ever again. Which again, from every allegation that has came up on him, none of these girls were underage. So that's the main thing I want to get in there before anybody like. But also, you got to keep in mind he changed his mind. <laughs> he just doesn't want to. Exactly, but again, he changed his mind. And I'm, I'm, I'll talk to you on, on what you're saying. Changed his mind, sure. And these girls are, and of age. and these girls are all of age. The thing I want to address is, again is the whole abuse of power, right? These girls met Danny at Game Grum shows. These girls met Danny through social media because of Game Grums. Whether it happened in 2013 or 2017, you are already part of Game Grooms, right? Again, the whole, you're a fan of, you were a fan of Game Grooms. I don't know if you still are. Not as much. But I, I had my good run of watching Game Grumps. Danny has always mentioned about him being like the nerdy kid never being able to, you know, I think the big infamous joke that Ninja sex party has is for the only way, you know, that, uh, that one of the members of Ninja sex party isn't a virgin Mm -hmm. is because one of them has a child. So with Danny, My biggest issue with him, and again, it's not really the whole him, like, ghosting girls. Mm -hmm. It's more of, like, you're taking advantage of people that really care about you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think if you were to consider that if Danny was never in Game Grumps, then there wouldn't really be the big buzz that Ninja Sex Party is. Maybe that's definitely like a if if then statement. But without Game Grumps, Danny wouldn't be as big with Ninja Sex Party. And then even after that, Danny wouldn't be living like the rock star lifestyle that he lives. Mm -hmm. And not to discredit him for sure, but it's definitely the way it played out for him. Game Grumps is the big elevator to his success. For sure. He With already had like uh, some buzz. Yeah. Because of the because of the Ninja Brian and yeah, yeah. For the Ninja Sex Party band that it was him and Ninja Brian. Aaron Hansen saw their like song. Loved it. Loved it. Invited reached him. out. Invited him to be part of Game Grooms. And this was during the time of JonTron. And originally Danny and Ross were supposed to be Steam Train, which was supposed to be the video, uh, the, the, PCs. the PC version of Game Grumps. Mm-hmm. And by PC, I mean um, 
They play like, PC games. Playing PC games. And Steam and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, with JonTron leaving, they added Danny. They add, had Danny be promoted the replacement <laughs> and be the the promoted seat. And then uh, Steam Chain still ran for a good while with uh, having rotating uh, guests at all times mm-hmm. with Ross. Um, but again, without Game Grumps, Danny wouldn't be where he's at today. Without Game Grumps, Danny wouldn't be as popular as he is. Um, and like most content creators, they have a fan base that is really loyal. They have a fan base that creates a parasocial relationship with them. Um, I think the idea that people give Danny a pass about him kind of abusing his power or his popularity. Well, that they gave him a pass? That they, a lot of people are giving him a pass. Again, him, when two consenting adults do it and one of them ghosts the other, is not the problem because it happens it happened to me i don't know if it's happened to you but it happens mm-hmm. and that's not the issue people go well you'll be surprised to hear about the word groupies and what rock stars do mm-hmm. but at the same time rock stars are scumbags right yeah because they do that. People that abuse their position in power or in position of what is it called? It's not position of power. It's their oh position of status. People that abuse their position of status to get one off mm-hmm. and then go somebody that normally will kiss the fucking ground that you walk in is a fucking scumbag. That's my biggest take with the Danny situation. I don't care that Danny ghosted people. I don't care. I'm glad that everyone was a consenting adult. But if Danny wasn't the person that he is right now, do you think those girls would even consent to hooking up with Daniel no. Avedon. No. So that's the factor, right? His so you're st- saying in this... Okay, let me get this straight. So you're saying, because of how... No offense, but how Dan is, these girls wouldn't even say yes to meeting with him. But the only reason why they're meeting with him... Is because of his status. Is because of his status. Yes. Then why come out and say... Well, I, these girls are upset. So I was just going to say this, actually. Because I, ho- I totally forgot about Adam Kovic. Yeah. Remember the whole incident with Adam Kovic? Because I remember ha- Ryan Hayward, because Ryan Hayward actually had girls who were okay with being the side chick. Yeah, and one, who was it that brought all that information out, though? Um, I don't know. I from my I can't remember with Ryan, but I think the whole situation was Adam Kovic had photos. And Ryan oh, a uh, 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 whole someone leaked a shit ton of photos of them naked, and they were like, "Where the Girls, fuck does he come out?" Tons of girls like naked, a, and then Ryan also had tons of 
photos of him naked. And, yeah. Yeah. He was sending them to girls. That's how it came out, right? And one girl from from Ryan was upset, and she's the one that came out and said, you know, he's been cheating on his wife. He's hooking up with his fans, and then three, like three to four girls came out and was like, well, yeah, he hooked up with me, but he did treat me like shit. And yeah. I knew he still had a wife, but, you know, we would still text, still mess around, whatever, when he would see me. But I didn't take it. Most of them were like, I didn't take it personal, you know? Yeah. And his, from my understanding, <clears throat> his wife knew to find out she didn't. Kind of like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. But regardless, you're still you're still pretty much part of the problem because you knew he was with somebody. Doing it. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you guys are allowing him to still mess around even though he has a wife. Like, that's still not okay. Yeah. But okay, if he told you what he told you, just so you can get into your pants. And that's... By all means. And I think that's the big difference between the Adam Kovic and the... I hope no well, one thinks I this. I hope no one thinks, and I hope you don't think that I'm moving the goalpost here, but... No. Based no. off the... Based off the people saying the way it worked, I don't think Adam Kovic was telling people, I will leave my wife for you. Yeah, that's... And I don't think Adam Kovic was telling people, if only you lived here and in my city, listen, listen, listen. then the I'd thing, leave my wife for you. The thing with Adam Kovic, though, is he had evidence of... The conversations. No, besides the conversations of these girls that he had pictures of. Yeah. That he took pictures of, or the girl sent him pictures. He saved it. Yeah. Saved them in the file. So, yeah, of course you're going to get caught. Yeah. The thing is, is that he was dating his fans. Somebody came out and pretty much said he had underage girls on his on that on that thing on the pictures. Who knows? You know, I'm I wasn't there to witness it all. I don't think any of y'all were. We were all reading it, and we're still reading it on the internet. Lo and behold, it just happened to be Reddit. So, and I'm not saying Reddit's not never telling the truth. But you don't know nowadays unless you do your own research or unless you want to be your own investigator and go the fuck out there and have yeah. their, have your conversations with them. Like, yeah, if we can get David Dobrik here and explain what the hell the situation is, you know? It's funny that you mentioned. Oh, shut up. Comes in through the door. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> what's, oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> but I'm my point is, right is we're reading it just like everybody else is. Yeah. And it's a, th- a huge telephone thread yeah. that we're reading and we're getting the wrong information. So regardless if you guys are listening to us talk about it, it's what we're reading. It's what we're we are understanding. We could yeah. be wrong. This whole this whole podcast could just be like other oh, We're uh, wrong about everything, everything that we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's just our opinion on it. But uh, again, well, I was the- going to say, I just I did a little research because I was like, wait, because I remember when the whole incident was happening. Adam Kovic changed his um, picture and his banner into all black. Yeah. He did all his messages and pretty much kind of like went MIA yeah. on his Twitter. Um, he's back on there, but hasn't posted anything. Still at zero. Guess how many followers he has now? A uh, ton. He only has 600. Really? He had, he had like a million. Damn, that's crazy. And the amount of people just fucking unfollowed him is crazy. But that, but that goes back to uh, No, wait, hold on. So I'm reading this right now, and I said, well, did a little more reading, and apparently the whole Dan Avedan is a child groomer thing came out from subreddit forms specifically to try and ruin the reputations of everyone affiliated with Game Grumps. Because, Rant Grumps, yeah. 
uh, with Game Grumps. But yeah, Rant Grumps. The, That's what the subreddit, subreddit is called. Because they're still salty. JonTron got fired and being racist. Oof. Oh, got fired for being racist. So now let me, let me, I'll address that as someone who goes on to Rant Grumps just to see what all the fucking tease about. Rant Grumps is not upset that JonTron left. And I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't fucking speak for them. But from my understanding, and a lot of people get their history fucked up, JonTron did not get fired from game grumps mm-hmm. for being racist he didn't no but they did address it they addressed it aaron addressed it game grumps addressed it or the game grumps team addressed it and it wasn't and said because... hey we don't associate with john tron and his opinions we're over here he's over there now yeah that's been... the history that's the history of john tron being racist I don't agree with JonTron at all. Don't take me as caping for him because I'm not. But people need to get their fucking history right. Yeah. People keep thinking, oh, John, <laughs> JonTron's not there because he was racist. No, JonTron left because he wanted to work go back to New York work and work on, on his own shit. Mm-hmm. There's even the Star Wars, the Star Wars special where Aaron was still hanging out with JonTron mm-hmm. before the racist shit. And then JonTron said, and then Aaron said, you know what? I'm not associated with them. After obviously saying the N word a couple times with him, mm-hmm. but I've grown. Mm-hmm. Cool. Again, accountability. Addresses it. Uh-huh. You address it. You Work are accountable it. for it, and you change your behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, Rant Grumps is definitely a toxic place. It is a JonTron era. It is people that are too in love with the JonTron era. Sure. <laughs> Game Grumps subreddit though. God, if you're on this fucking spectrum as well. Really? Dan is a gift to Earth. All those girls, that's their own fault I, for falling right for what now. Dan said. I'm reading that right now. This girl's like, saw the screenshots. He wished someone a happy birthday who he met like two weeks before she turned 18. And they didn't talk again for apparently four years. I know from experience that Dan, that Dan 110% will respond to texts or pick up calls from people who hasn't spoken to in years. <laughs> oh, also, he's been making jokes like the one in the screenshot for a decade. Defending, like legit, yeah, yeah, just yeah. straight defend. The unspoken punchline being that he's not that kind of guy. Danny Sexpain was basically everything Dan Avedan wasn't. That was the joke. That was the joke. Um, if he's hooking up with the 22-year-old fans, not going to lie, kind of weird. I was 22 when we were hanging out 12 years ago. He's older than me by enough that the age gap was a little weird then, which was why he was encur- always encouraging, encouraging me to bring a friend if we hung out so I would feel safe. So, like I said, I mean, straight defending, but okay. Like, you have your reasons to, you have your reasons to, but don't be surprised when again a whole group of people start attacking you because you're again <laughs> i see it as an abuse of status mm-hmm. some Regar- regardless of the situation regardless of the situation it can be any fucking youtuber any celebrity mm-hmm. if you have people that will literally lick the ground that you piss on 
you know that you can get them to pit, lick the piss off your ground and you do it, that is an abuse of power, an abuse of status. Sorry, I keep mistaking the two. Because like the people at Game Grump said, or the people at our Game Grump said, it's not an abuse of power because you do not get any promotion out of it. Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's going to get fired for sleeping with Dan, right? Um, I like what this girl has to say, though. Yeah. Because this is the second time. Um, but we've been blind- blindsided by claims. Because most of the time, we're not doing the research ourselves. Yeah. And we're not doing the, like... But at the same time... If we are not going to do it, then we should just stay the hell away from it. Yeah. I can understand trying to help, for example, for David, those girls, for them going through that. The most we can do is just support them. You know, you can't go, oh, like, sucks for you. If we do, we feel sorry for them. We'll do what we can to, like, as a group, as a community, go, you know, that's kind of wrong. Um, we're there. If, if if it actually happened or even if it didn't, just that they didn't feel comfortable. Because that's what she pretty much put she didn't feel comfortable. She didn't feel safe. And David post, posted that also. I want everybody... I always get consent from people before I post anything or before I do anything. So when I was told to take the video off, I, I did. did. I had no worries because that's what I want. I want people to feel comfortable. I want people to feel safe. I don't want people to feel like they can't hang out with me or they can't be... And I agree with that 100%. Oh, any, I need you. Anything you do or any anywhere you go, any people you meet, if you're uncomfortable, say it out loud. Say you are yeah. uncomfortable and I want to go home. Point blank period. If they give you shit for it, then the at that moment, you know, those are not the people you need to hang out with or want to yeah. hang out with. And I think that was a big thing as well, because uh, if I remember correctly, a few of those girls did mention that uh, Dom, mm-hmm. not, Dom, not uh-huh. this Dom, but Dirty Dom <laughs> was the one that was telling them, well, you know, if you don't do this, you won't be in the video. But yeah. yeah. Or, if, you and know, you I, can be my girlfriend. I, I can make, get you a thousand followers every week. I like, can see that. And because he was he's one of those where he was desperate for content or desperate when, for again when you're power. a fucking geek and simp and you get us well, you get attention don't sorry, out our sorry. Simps out here sorry if you're a fucking geek loser that never fucking had anything and then you get attention and the spotlight you'll probably see it more you become the fucking thing you really are once you're and an asshole you're, you're just always the scum of the earth. and the big problem with it is those assholes tend to always abuse their status mm-hmm. so like like i said yo you want to go meet david dobrik but you got to do this first no fuck out of here with that shit and i'm telling everyone that listens if you're a fan of anyone, any fucking body, and they tell you, hey, do you want to go meet your hero? But first, you got to suck their toes. Get the fuck out of there. Call the cops. <laughs> Call the fucking, who is it? TMZ. Call TMZ. Call TMZ and let them know what's going on. Again. You can suck anybody's toes. You can ghost anyone you want if you really want to. But if you have a a status that can kind of open doors for you, don't take advantage of that shit, man. That's just, you ruin it for a lot of other people. 
you ruin it for people that actually look up to you. And they'll actually like, again, people that will kiss the ground that you walk in. Like you ruin that. You ruin that and you make it bad for anybody else that wants to content create. Um, With the whole Danny situation, again, everyone was a consenting adult. But if he wasn't who he was, do you think the person would consent? Do I think? No, that's just me. Oh, like the- thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I agree. Like, it's most of these people, would you really say yes if they weren't famous? I no. No. As fucked up as that sounds, but it's true. Like, you see these people on the street, you really think you're going to go, oh, yeah, I want to give them a chance? Yeah. I doubt it. I'm not saying nobody's at fault. Yeah. Because regardless of the situation and however far they went, they felt uncomfortable, and that's not okay. Yeah. And they had no escape route, or they didn't feel like they were safe, or they didn't speak up because they thought, oh, if I speak up, I'm... We need to address the situation that if you feel uncomfortable, you should be okay with saying it and not look like a scared little bitch or, um, you know. Like, oh, man, I'm going to hurt oh, my a, favorite celebrities. Yeah, like, with a stick shit. in the mud. Like, yeah, no. I never want to hang out with them again. No, that's yeah. not okay. That's not, not okay. No, it's not. Like I said, regardless, if you're famous, you're not. Even if, like, let's just say, for example, Laundra comes over with, a friend of hers and then she's like hey i feel uncomfortable i don't want to be here i hope i hope you can leave a laundry can just go okay i'll take you back yeah i take you home not oh well this is my best friend so don't worry about it no no just regardless she feels uncomfortable or they feel uncomfortable and they don't want to be here you brought them so i hope you you can take them you can take them you can do the solid of taking them back exactly i'm not saying like oh you gotta go find an uber i mean if a laundry's drunk then of course Hopefully she has the yeah. Because if someone's uncomfortable, I'd be like, no, bye. You can get out, please. I don't need to deal with this because that's. I'm not kicking them out either. No, no, not. I mean, not in the sense of kicking them out, but like if you're uncomfortable, and I didn't bring you here, yeah. Leave with who brought you here. Mm-hmm. If if they can't take you, I will call you someone to get you out get of here. Because yeah. I don't. If you are uncomfortable being here. I will find a way to get you out of here also because mm-hmm. I don't want that kind of shit around me. Mm-hmm. I'm not the that kind of person to want uncomfortable people around me because I don't I'm always uncomfortable with strangers. anyways. <laughs> so I will if I can get the fuck out of here, regardless of who's like if my friend brought me, I will get someone else to take me home. Mm-hmm. I hope don't be you, afraid to ask either. Yeah. But I'm not taking you. But I feel like, no, yeah, because it's like if you already feel uncomfortable with me, why do you think? I, why should I take you home yeah. if you feel uncomfortable? No, hell, man, can you take me home? I just I'm really uncomfortable with it. No, I'll, I will call why you. Why should a, I take you? I will call you a taxi, <laughs> and you go home. And I need you to sign this contract that said you fucking left my house at this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Just so so much again abuse of status and for those that watch their favorite content creator like i know like me and dom do joke like if so-and-so was here and they asked like we do it but at the end of the day it's joking i'm not leaving dom for a celebrity 
I hope Dom doesn't leave me for a celebrity. Um, but it's all parasocial relationships that people create because they see their content creator every day. It's like when people develop feelings for like a coworker or another student in their class because they see them every single day. But again, your favorite content creator shouldn't dictate the way you feel throughout the day if their day is going a certain way. You, you'd be surprised, man. Like, because even I remember, like, in high school, like, uh, and it happened. Like, you see, like, in the movies and stuff, like, the the perfect example would be, like, Dinner for Schmucks. Mm. It's a comedy and stuff, but you're like, oh, let me get the dorky person that I know and, like, kind of, like, put them in a, a shitty situation. Or even, like, in the movies where you're, like, the the cheerleader gets like the dorky kid and they set him up to get like pants or pranked on and stuff yeah. and the dorky kid's like wow like in order yeah. to get noticed yeah ask me about my wiener that's not that's a sorority or a fraternity thing yeah but you gotta you gotta do the most embarrassing thing for to, them yeah and to be part to of like the pledge cool for group. your your cool group shit yeah and that's what that's, I mean. That's the same. I would say that's the same thing. I feel like none of those are becoming a thing anymore. Like and if it whatever was, I don't know? think it ever was. I think it was just something that the movies Make did it, yeah. made it seem. I mean, who um, knows? Who? I mean, we we didn't apply for it because yeah, our mentality was maybe that's what they do, and all of us, I guess, this generation is like, hell no, we ain't doing any of that. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe they're not, and or maybe they do. We wouldn't know. Um, I was going to do some R advice, but I'm just going to do a music segment of the, cause we were talking about that right now. Um, the following song, uh, comes from, I want to say 2005. This is a really good song that I really enjoy because it reminds me a lot of high school, um, and middle school. Um, the song is by the band. Jim Class Heroes off their Paper Cut Chronicles album. Uh, this is Faces in the Hall. I knew this kid named Alberto. Funny style cat and his girl looked like a turtle. Not Lisa Turtle, just a turtle. High school track, you ran a hurdle. His fear shed tears in your year when he got murdered. Now Alberto was your average age student. Participated in class, never came late and never true. And his family was picture perfect. His older sister was prom queen. His dad a decorated vet for the Vietnam team. His mother was dear Abby, an ordinary housewife. Like clockwork always had dinner on the table at five. But Alberto had a monster. He kept under his bed and instead of letting it out, he just got a girlfriend instead. She knew something was funny, she could tell by his behavior. Or the way he flamboyantly shook his hand when he would wave to her. She thought nothing of it and just shoved it in the closet. Until the day the word dripped out like leaky faucet. Alberto was homosexual. I ain't have nothing against it. The little Ronnie Johnson and all his football player friends did. They always pick a nag, call him back and such and such and couldn't wait to get the gym so they could really bust his nuts. The gym teacher never cared. He just joined in on the action. Make silly gestures and compare him to Michael Jackson. Alberto couldn't take it. He just stopped showing up. And whenever he walked the malls, he just felt like throwing up. And at night, he would cry and cry and ask God why. Like, God, why in the fuck I had to be born this way? God would reply, son, you gotta show him you're more than gay. See, he had dreams of being a track star Until the morning when night them gay jokes went way too far Ronnie begged for his forgiveness and invited him to a party Cause his parents went away and left him plenty of a car Alberto kindly accepted He 
Dave was finally accepted. Except it was all deception and nothing all unprotected. It was a plan, Ronnie and Cam to get him in the right place. Verbally degrade him and rearrange his pretty face. The plan would go swiftly. They started calling him sissy. One punch turned into 50. They beat him till he was dizzy. Now a bird will lie in blood while his peers look on in fear. He took his last breath and passed away his senior year. Needless to say, it was one big tragedy. And how was Ronnie gonna explain it to his family? While they were on vacation taking in sights, he got wasted and killed a kid that night. Don't be a slave and behave the way they do. Just utilize the gifts that God gave you. Don't be a slave and behave the way they do. Just utilize the gifts that God gave you. Don't be a slave and behave the way they do. Just utilize the gifts that God gave you. Don't be a slave and behave the way they do. Just utilize the gifts that God gave you. I knew this girl named Maria, bright and talented with aspirations to be a big superstar. What a great idea. Until she fell off and started listening to her peers. Oh dear, now Maria was your typical, obnoxious, analytical, headstrong rebel flipping off the principal, single mother home structure, she looked after baby brother while moms worked two jobs just to buy supper, pops was a struggling musician, trouble man juggling family and heroin addiction, he overdosed and left a notice of eviction and a crate of records on a table in the kitchen and a little angel with a keen sense of sound, who saw solace in the record she found, and she would stay up late at night, reciting songs to herself in the pale moonlight, writing wrongs that her pops made. Promised her mom she would never go the same route Turns out Carrie Ann had other plans Her random man Roddy, most popular, second best to nobody Homecoming queen versus ugly duckling And the story ends the same way Okay, Ronnie's parents went away for a couple of days And told him no drinking What the fuck was they thinking? Maria was oblivious that her boyfriend had already been invited So when Carrie Ann asked, she got all excited Like, damn, now I got something to look forward to But so she thought Maria kindly accepted She was finally accepted, okay, accepted yeah. was all Bullshit. Now pay attention. Like, Carrie Ann hated Maria because she could sing, so she scored a bag of heroin. But the craziest thing was Maria never touched drugs. She did that night. And when the man was getting beat, she was nowhere in sight. Now her boyfriend lying blood and she had no idea. Alberto passed away and she got hooked her senior year. Needless to say, it was one big tragedy. And I hate to break it, but it doesn't end happily. A warm day in May, the sky was so beautiful. Carrie Ann died in the crash, leaving the funeral. And that was Faces in the Hall by Gym Class Heroes off of their Paper Cut Chronicles album. Uh, available now on all streaming services. Make sure you give that a listen to. Or actually the whole album to listen to. A lot of classic songs on there. With that, you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, thank you guys for bearing with us on our hiatus of the last week. Um we're going back to our normal schedule again. Catch us every Tuesdays and Thursdays, whether it's a regular episode or a mini episode. Um, catch us on Patreon now as well. If you go to coopolstherapy.com, you should be able to go to our website and then click on the Patreon uh, little emblem to get on our Patreon. Um, if you want to support us there, you can. Uh, we're still working a little bit on what tiers to have. And to be honest, we may just have one tier um, if you want to support or donate. Before we leave, Dom, anything you want to say or anywhere they can find you? You can catch me on Twitter at Nikki Love, which is N-I-K-K-I-I-E underscore L-O-V-E. Or you can catch me on Twitch at Damn Dommy. I haven't been streaming as much, but um, bear with me. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And then I have Monster Hunter Rise that came out and I have not played it, so... I'm debating on playing that on stream or even 
first giving it a chance and then playing it on stream because it's a different gameplay. It's not like Monster Hunter World, which I'm aware. So it's probably going to give me a second for for me to get used to it. So, yeah. Good luck, but yeah. Catch me yeah, on Twitter. Send me a message. Say hi. And then we can see what we can talk about. Um, as for me, you can catch me anywhere you go. I'm Polaroid Fox. Polaroid like the camera. Fox with two X's. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and I believe Facebook as well. And YouTube. Um, we will be posting more content on YouTube as well. I've been working on the first episodes of our show. Um, just kind of reworking them, remastering them, kind of quote unquote remaster the HD version. Um, and you'll see our content on there as well. Again, guys, gals, and all binary pals, thank you guys so much. I'm player one, Polaroid Fox, with player two. Damn, Tommy. And this has been the Co Ops Therapy. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, what up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? My name is Player One Polaroid Fox. I'm here with Player Two. Damn dummy. And we are the Co-Ops Therapy uh, Podcast. Um, for today's episode, we do cover a few topics that might be a little bit explicit. Um, like sexual assault, rape, peer pressure, um, and a few other things. But if you yourself deal with any sexual harassment at home and uh, have no one to go to or feel like you may not have anyone to go to, please, please uh, call the sexual assault hotline. The number is 1-800-656-4673. Again, the number is one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. That's our. That's the hotline. If you need to reach, if you can't speak to an adult or any anybody else that you do need help or assistance with, please just be careful. Be safe. No means no, and make sure if you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable, reach out. It may not be somebody you you have to know, but at least with somebody that can help. Again, the number is one eight hundred. Six five six four six seven three. And that's the R A I N N, nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization. We love you. Bye.